Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, yep, yeah. yep, bring it up, bring it up. Okay, I got it, I nope. got it. No, nope, to the side. I, okay, but I have to go yep. up, I have to go nope. up. So that's, yep, yep, no, yep. I, but I'm Push. pushing, I'm pushing. Okay, yes, yes, no, okay, okay, put it down, put it down, put it down, okay. put it down. Put it down. All right, yeah. I, listen, I'm trying to get. No, go, you're going left. You're going but, left. But I need, I need you to go, to go right. Thing. No, but I, why would I go right? I'm no. I get well, that doesn't I, mean. And I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying that I need to go. <laughs> I I don't know. Okay, maybe we well, can flip I, it on the side. But I no, but I think we have it right. Okay, we could try it. Ready? And okay, 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 okay. okay. Push, push to the side. Go. <laughs> what's going on guys uh welcome back welcome back to the podcast i am your host kyle moore and uh today's gonna be a little bit of a different episode uh just because of kind of i you know I'll, I'll wear this one this one falls on my shoulders like this is uh life's been pretty crazy for me and this is like the whole reason of me wanting to sit down and do this episode this way is because like obviously being a mental health podcast I would be, I don't know, it would be, it would, I, I feel like it would be wrong of me to not take care of my mental health in a time when uh, I, I'm going through a move right now. I'm, this is like my fourth day in a new place. And I'm just kind of like, uh, honestly, like I'm just kind of, things have just been, things have just been a lot. And so uh, I, I'm starting a new, I'm starting a new day job. Uh, I'm moving into a new place. Uh, there's so many moving parts happening with Life's a Wreck right now and Better Tomorrow uh, and just everything that I figured it would be a really great opportunity for me just to sit down and chat with you guys, give you a bit of a life update, and just kind of talk about like what I've been thinking about over the past couple of days. Because being in a new space, uh, being in a new city, uh, just moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia. It's been incredible so far. Uh, the city itself is just like absolutely beautiful, and to be around like you know, I, I to the day I, I love New Brunswick. I'm not, I wasn't born in New Brunswick. I wasn't born in Saint Stephen, uh, but I'll always say that that's my hometown uh, because I have so much love for for that community and those people. 
and uh and now yeah being back in a city like it's nice like being like walking down the boardwalk the other day and hearing people play you know music and and you know you're walking past these restaurants out on the water and you smell the food and you see these people like having fun and enjoying life and it's just like it's just amazing and so like so far like i've just i, I love halifax it's amazing it's beautiful um but i've been like the fact of being in a new city and going through the moving process and, and just how tiring that's all been. Like, I just haven't had a chance to uh, get a guest for the episode. And I just was like, you know what? Like, instead of trying to, you know, throw something together last minute, I would really love an opportunity to kind of go back to those day one life's a wreck roots. And my roommate just walked in and Okay. And take two. So there we go. See, like, that's the thing about this move is we are still getting, like, people are still coming in and out. We're still building a bunch of furniture. Like, not only did I have to move a whole bedroom, but I also had to, like, move a whole podcast studio. So, like, yeah. So, like I was saying, like, I just wanted to get back to a point where I was just like, you know what? For this week, first week in a new place, like, I kind of want to, like, I've been feeling very overwhelmed with with everything all the moving parts in this move and uh i figured you know what like what better way to kind of just like recenter myself than do a bit of like a throwback life's a wreck back when it was life's a wreck so here's a podcast podcast um back in those days when it was literally just me like shooting the shit with a microphone it was just set it up and and talk about what i'm going through and what life looks like around me and what my mental state is and and hopefully share some experiences that maybe like one person out there goes oh you know what I felt something like super similar and just knowing that they're not alone in that feeling is like a really positive thing for them so yeah apart from like the little clips you know here and there or just like the little cuts where um where you know extra sound is or whatever whether it's like construction I use fairly loosely we're just putting furniture together but um just a little bit of background noise like that's you know the really only time I'm going to cut this just because like I just want to get some things off my chest you know it's been uh it's it's been a lot, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I feel like I feel like starting off, this is going to be one of those things where I just say the same thing over and over and over and over again because I just don't really necessarily know exactly where to start. Just like with all of these podcast episodes, I wrote down like two things that I wanted to talk about and then I just kind of wanted to go from there. And the one thing, the first thing that I wanted to talk about that I that I had to make sure that I hit was like, why do this? Apart from just the overwhelming feeling... Because I noticed that the other day I was walking down the street and being in this new city, being surrounded by all these new people, spending the last year and a half of my life in a small town where I had a very like comfortable environment where I had a ton of stability because like I lived at home. Uh, my parents like helped provide me with like food and, and everything and like it was and just like overall like knowing everybody in my town and kind of having a very like. just the word that keeps coming to mind is just structure. There's just so much structure. And when I was walking down the street the other day and just exploring the city and as I was passing people, I noticed that like my jaw was clenched. My shoulders were up. I was in this like fight or flight. My, my gut kind of like hurt. It felt tight. My core felt really tight. And I was like, shit, like what? I haven't felt this way since Toronto. Like this, this idea. And the reason that I felt like this was because I felt like I had to prove something. I felt like people, like the the perception of me that I was putting out into the world had to fit uh, a certain mold. And like the stress that I was putting on myself 
by thinking that. And that was, it wasn't like I actively thought of it. It was involuntary. It just, I was around new people and I was in a new place where I was uncomfortable and I was going through a stressful situation. And my body kind of reverted back to this state of normalcy for so many years, which was when I am in a place where I am uncomfortable, when I lack structure, I close in and I shut down and I try to, I try to present this persona of, um, like rigid, like, um, I don't know if it's rigidity. Is that a word? I'm I'm not going to look it up, but like, you know, this, this like facade of just being like this, like stone wall where I just have to like, keep it all like tight. You know, this idea I I would, I kept looking at myself passing windows because I was like, what do I look like? What do I look like? What do I look like? And that's like, like, come on. Like, what is, you know, it was just like, I was looking in the mirror, like I was like, you know, checking to see if I was good enough for these people. Like, oh, I'm in this new city. Am I good enough to be in this new city? I'm taking this next step in my life. Hopefully, you know, within the next year, I'm able to to do the podcast and advocacy full time. And am I good enough to do that? Am I good enough to be walking past these people and for them to think something of me? And first of all, it's like, the idea that I need to present something to somebody that I do not know and who does not give two single shits about who I am is just like, is so exhausting. And thankfully, I mean, like, obviously after working on my mental health for the past, like, fucking three years now at this point, like, like steadily working on my mental health, I, I'm able to recognize stuff like that now, which is fantastic because when something like that happens, it, may, it gives me the opportunity to, you know, take a step back. Oh, but that's hard. You know, that's really hard. Like, you know, it's kind of, and see, there's, there's my laptop. So there we go. And we're back. Uh, like I was saying, like the idea that I, I thought that I had to, like, I subconsciously thought that I had to present myself in a way that was good enough for these people. And like, what does it even mean? to be good enough because I hear that a lot. I hear people, you know, talk all the time within the mental health space about how they don't feel like enough. They don't feel good enough. They don't feel, and I, and trust me, I am, I, I get it a hundred percent. I get it because that's something that I've dealt with literally since I was like a super young kid was this idea that am I a good enough son? Am I a good enough friend? Am I a good enough brother? Am I a good enough athlete? Am I blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. It's this vicious cycle where it's like you never live up to an expectation that you unrealistically set for yourself. It's like, again, it comes down to that that expectation of perfection, that perfection should be the norm. And as I'm walking down the street, every single person should look at me and say, that guy's perfect. And that's so, first of all, it's just so toxic. It's just so gross. The idea of like trying to be something unattainable because it just tortures yourself, you know? And I feel like it's interesting when I was walking down the street the other day, I was walking past the art gallery of Nova Scotia. And, and that's kind of when I thought, like, I really thought about like, what am I doing? Like, what am I really doing? Like, I'm walking down the street. I'm just going out and getting some fresh air. That's a positive thing. You know, I talked with John Kilmer on the podcast two weeks ago, and he talked about the power of, of going on walks and being with yourself and listening to things that are, like, mentally stimulating. And I figured I would go on a walk, and I would just kind of, like, listen to my mind. Like, it started as a very, like, I'm stressed. I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to do do the challenge that John put forth. And then, like, as I was walking, I was walking, 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 and I realized, like, it was almost like with each step, like my perception just became more narrow and narrow and narrower. Like it just was like, it kept zooming in and in and in and in until I found myself in this state of like basically hyper analyzing my, my environment, hyper analyzing everything around me. Like it wasn't, there wasn't a sense of, of, of calm and just like acceptance. It was this, it was this fight. 
and it was as I was walking by the art gallery, um, I, I actually noticed. I noticed that there was this. Uh, uh, you know, you, you could see some of like the the posters or whatever and i just kind of thought about like the idea of like what i was looking at the idea of zooming in and thinking about being good enough for these people and and everything and i kind of thought about how if you looked at a at a work of art and you really looked at it and you and you took one little corner one brush stroke and you focused on it solely you know it would be so confusing you'd have no idea what was going on you're so focused on this one brush stroke and you're looking at it and it's scary and it's intimidating and it's it's filled with these unknowns and 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 if you were just if you truly just looked at the entire work of art as that one brush stroke maybe that one brush stroke is a truly you know it's it's a, a truly breathtaking brush stroke but it's still just one little tiny element in a whole work of art and you have to zoom out and you have to truly see the whole work of art to appreciate it, right? And then once you, if you're in a gallery and you're looking at this one brushstroke and then you take a few steps back and you look at the artwork, the, the artwork as a whole, this entirety that you're looking at, and then you look around you and you notice that you're surrounded by art pieces and a bunch of other people doing the exact same thing, but if you truly like take that step back and you look around, you're like, holy shit, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. Like what, what we're doing here. This is like, this is an appreciation. And, and so I, I really thought about the fact that like, you know, I'm moving to a new city. You know, this is stressful. This has been a stressful week. It's been a stressful month. But am I going to get caught up on one brushstroke? Am I going to be caught up in this? You know, this brushstroke was a dark brushstroke. It was, it was black. It was, you know, it was rigid. It was scary. But if I focus on that one brushstroke and I don't step back to look at all the fucking hard work that I've done to, to create a tapestry of my life over the past couple of years, that's taken me from a really dark point to a really incredible point. I just moved into a, to an apartment in a fantastic city with my best friend. That's pretty amazing. But just like buying into those, buying into that, that subconscious reaction to that, that prove yourself or whatever it is. It's like life is art. You know, view it as such and appreciate it and view it in its entirety. And so I had to take a step back. And that's why I wanted to do this because something that I found throughout the past three, two years, you know, as long as the podcast has been, you know, a year and a half, two or two years, a little over two years. As much as, you know, sitting down here sometimes can be intimidating. I know today I kind of put it off. I know that I've got work. I have to leave for work in an hour. And I know that that's kind of like sitting heavy on my mind. I know that this for me is like, it's so cathartic. It's my happy place to, to sit down here and just talk and to get a bunch of shit off my chest because to carry that around with you all the time, I've done it for so many years. The first inst- like the first time I feel that, I don't want to keep that inside anymore. I'm done. I'm past that part of my life. So now this, speaking into this microphone, recording this audio, broadcasting it out to all of you, and then the conversations that get sparked because of that, the people who reach out and tell me their stories and share the fact that, oh, you know that thing that you said about, you know, the whatever, like that's something that I've experienced as well. And then all of a sudden, just from me sitting down here and taking 30 minutes to, to, to just talk through what I'm going through, all of a sudden it sparks a lot of incredible positives in my life. So this podcast episode is selfish, like a hundred percent. Like I'm not making this for anybody else. I'm not making this for anybody listening right now. Who's thinking like, Oh, like I'm going through a move and maybe he's got some mental health tips on moving. I mean, like maybe I'll throw a few that have like helped me, but that's the thing is like, this is really the only thing that's helped me is doing the thing that, that, that has just been a catalyst for me. That has been this, you know, 
the it's been the the rocks in the path you know what i mean like started a journey and and talking into this microphone not this one specifically but whatever you know doing this is like it's what's it's what's documented the path the happiest two years of my life and so um um this is a, you know i'm coming back to center it feels like to to sit here so yeah like it's just nice and so yes this is a selfish podcast but i think sometimes you have to be selfish in the world of mental health um even though you know i think a lot about what life's a wreck is and this this perception of it again you know talking about what other people think and and you know i'm kind of past that too like i'm not past that i'm working through that uh you know to say i'm past that would be inaccurate but i'm working through that the idea of just like this is a mental health podcast why the hell would I stress myself out to no end to create a product that is just like every other product? I'm so like, I'm going to continue to deliver the best quality content that I can across any platform that we choose to develop into. But like at the end of the day, like it's always going to be, this was a project that I started for me and I'm never going to deviate from that. Um, and I think that that's like, I, I don't think anybody else should feel that same pressure in a creative field. Like, if you're going into a creative field and you're doing it for anything but your yourself or your self-exploration or, or whatever it may be, self-fulfillment, um, self-acceptance, like if you're doing it for anything else, you know, it can you're, you're heading into a bit of a muddy gray area. Like this is one of those things. This is an episode that is not like any of the others. Yeah, sure, there was an intro skit because I fucking love putting those things together. It's fun. But the the actual podcast itself, like I don't have the time to necessarily sit down, uh, interview a guest, put the time into it that I want to put into it. The guests that we have on the podcast, I value more than anything. The people who are willing to take their time to share such an intimate part of their life in a way that is like is fun and conversational and and looks to inspire others to live happier, healthy lives or or look at their lives through a, a certain lens and maybe be a little bit like you know, a little bit of that, like, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that is something I have to think about. It wouldn't be fair to those people who are giving that time to throw something together last minute. And so it kind of worked on, it kind of worked on a bunch of fronts. So I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely happy to, you know, be doing it this way because, because I can, you know what, you know what? Because I can. Also, the other thing, this room is super echoey. I had to break out some equipment I haven't used in like in a while. So this is just like, I, I'm telling you, it's a lot. It's just a lot. Um, but yeah, okay. So let me uh, let me just kind of, I guess, you know, talk through it all. Like, um, obviously, I just spent a long time kind of talking about the why of, of this episode. But, you know, I think that there was like a lot of other things that I've been thinking about as well. Um and I was talking to, uh, and I was talking to my friend about, um, and I think it was just like the idea that over the course of the past year and a half, I've had so much control in my life. Um, you know, my environment was like, I was living in my childhood home. Like I was so familiar with everything that was around me. And now I'm back in a, you know, in a very, it's like, this is like, this is a huge step. And I don't think necessarily like I really, uh, understood how big of a step it would be until I got here. Um, and I'm not, uh, by no means am I shying away from that because I'm really looking forward to what this next, uh, my, my roommate and I had a lengthy conversation about how excited we are to see what the next year looks like for us because we're, we're two young guys with very little, um, you know, commitments in our lives who are both in like a, are both wanting to pursue careers in creative fields. And, you know, now we're in a city that, that can help facilitate that. So, we're both really excited to see what this next, you know, little bit looks like. 
but in the immediate moment, and, and obviously, like, you can't just ignore that. You know, I talked about earlier the importance of, like, stepping back, but you have to acknowledge the fact that you are in that point so that you can have that step back. And in that immediate moment, like, it's it, it's just, it, it is a distinct lack of control when all of a sudden you go from an environment that you basically, like, you know, it was almost like you're a puppet master. Yeah, everything, you know, is working exactly and moving exactly how you, you know it to and, and how you expect it to. And now you're completely forming a new a new regime, a new a new schedule, a new routine, whatever you want to call it. And that's just and that's just a lot. Like it's just a lot. And it takes, you know, it takes time to get that all set up. And I'm somebody who benefits from structure is what I've learned. Like I benefit from structure that I, you know, and I, I still it's something that I have to work on. And as I'm kind of talking it through right now, I'm really thinking about it. Like the idea of control is still something that I definitely have a very like interesting um relationship with it's not something that i i easily give up um it's something that uh especially with everything that i have going on working on life's direct media which has become like my, my primary focus it's my baby you know it's it's what i love it's it's this thing that i want to grow into something much bigger better tomorrow uh something that we've been working on for months i thought we were going to have a drop ready for august it's now october and we're still a couple weeks away you know what i mean so there's there's so much and so now the fact that I almost feel like I'm falling behind a little bit the fact that like I feel I I have a tough time feeling like I'm taking steps backwards um and I think that that might come from a fear of what backwards looked like um an understanding that I've moved forward on a very a fair like a fairly consistent basis for the past two years and now as I feel myself taking a few steps back, it's scary. It's, 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 I don't know, it's intimidating, I guess is the right word. Because like, even though there's not this immediate threat per se, like, whereas I've been in a dark mental health situations and there has been an immediate threat, whereas that's not the case right now, I'm in a really good place. It would take a lot to bring me back to that place that I was two years ago, which was really a dark, shitty place to be. And I think just the, just the idea of feeling like I took a few steps back with this move. This move is a huge step forward, but it's a step forward over the course of a few months. You know what I mean? Like to, to actually get settled in a new space, develop, you know, uh, create new connections with people, develop friendships and relationships and um, a professional relationships and, and working with new people and everything like completely, you're just throwing the dice on a new life, new chapter of your life. And, uh, and just, just to think that it's that, you know, you're taking 10 steps forward, but you're taking five steps back right now. And you will be ahead of where you are right now, uh, you know, coming soon. But just the idea of moving backwards, just those few steps, it just, it makes me feel tight. It just gives me that sense of anxiety. And I don't know whether that's maybe a, a bit of a, and now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily like a bit of a lack of trust in myself where, oh, wow. Hmm. That's actually really interesting. The idea that I don't necessarily trust that this past two years is would transition to a part of my life when I don't have an environment completely under control is interesting because, you know, but, but shit, I mean, there's another great example of just zooming out. I mean, sure. I did a lot of the, a lot of the behind the scenes work and a lot of the, you know, going in and doing the tough mental work while I was back in New Brunswick, while I was back at home and, and doing all these things. But that doesn't mean that that work just goes away. Like, you know, the idea that all of a sudden just being in a new space and doing a new, you know, uh, having new things around to, to occupy my mind doesn't mean the fact that that work goes away and I don't have to fear that. So that's, you know, 
that's just good to, a good thing for for me to keep in mind. Um, hmm. See, that's why I love this. That's why I love this, man. I'm telling you. I'm fucking telling you. This is, I, I, I'm not looking at anything right now. This is just, I'm staring, I've got a big, so it's like the purple people eater. I've got a big like um, soundproof, because this room that I'm in, uh, my, my bedroom is super, super echoey, which I learned literally right before I was going to start recording. And, uh, and so I had to break this out, which I haven't, I haven't taken it out in a while because it just is, it's so big that in my old place, it just, it just didn't work. But I had to this time. Oh yeah, there you go. Hey, while you're moving, get your sleep. Um, and I had to, I had to take this thing out. So anyway, it's just like, yeah, there's so many things that I'm, I'm trying to figure out right now, but like, maybe I have to take more joy in that. I think I'm maybe taking things a little bit too seriously. I think I'm not having fun. I, I, (laughs) it was funny the other day I almost went and got a tattoo because I was thinking like one of the last things my dad said to me, said to me before I was like driving off in the U-Haul, actually the last thing he said to me as I was driving off in the U-Haul, um, you know, we had lunch together and we were just hanging out and you know, I'm, I'm super lucky to have the parents that I do and I'm, I'm, you know, love them to death. And, uh, you know, my dad's a huge inspiration for me, somebody that I look up to, um, and, as I was as I was driving away, the last thing that he said to me, and I think that it carries a lot more weight than I necessarily realized at the time, but he said, have fun. And that was the last thing like I, you know, because of my OCD, typically the last thing I have to say to people is that I, that I love them, people that I care about, because I have this like, you know, I have this OCD tendency, this intrusive thought that when I when I go away from people that it's gonna be the last time that I see them. And so the idea of letting somebody know that I love them as you know, I'm using quotation marks as potentially the last thing I'll ever tell them is super important to me. And it's, and it's something that I got from my mom and dad because they, you know, my, hey, my family's anxious. It's fucking say levy. Uh, but my dad particularly, like we share a lot of the same anxious traits and uh, something that he always says too is the same thing. You know, I love you. And, uh, and it means the world. But one of the last things he said to me as I was taking off was have fun. And I'm really starting to think that I'm taking this thing a little bit too seriously. You know, like uh, these past couple of days, granted, this has been a move. I can't, you know, I can't like, this isn't just like a, this isn't a circus. This isn't supposed to be like, oh, you know, fine and dandy, you know, funsy onesie. Like the first night was a good time. Cause it was like, you know, you order pizza. My roommate and I were drinking beer, putting furniture together and like getting our TV, tried to see, trying to get our TV set up and stuff. And it was like, that was a blast. The four days after that have been a little bit less, a little bit less enjoyable. Um, so yeah, like, I, I don't know. I think that the idea of like taking myself, taking my life, taking everything a little bit too seriously right now is kind of like hampering me. A lot of the success that I've had has come from pure enjoyment, like true, authentic um, interest in, in people and experiences and, um, you know, very uh, surface level psychology. And uh, I think the idea that like I'm looking at everything that's going on in my life right now as this like, as this big stinking serious thing. I think I have to have more fun. I really do. I think I have to have more fun. I think I need to prioritize my enjoyment of this experience a little bit more. I don't think I've given myself necessarily the, I don't know what it is. I lived near a hospital before. That's not a big deal. Um, sorry, an ambulance just went by and, uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's just nice to think sometimes. It's just nice to have space to think. This is like a meta. You know what I was just kind of realizing? Like this kind of stuff is very much like a meditation for me, because a lot of the time, 
you know, when I, uh, my brain moves very quickly, it's, it's always, you know, processing one thing or another or trying to, you know, overanalyze or whatever it may be. And I think that like, sometimes when I meditate, I don't have the, you know, people always talk about clear your mind. Well, it's like when I meditate, I just try to let my mind go wherever it wants to go. I, I don't try to keep the reins in, but I feel like this is much more effective for me personally. And I think that that's such a, that's something that rain, rings so true is like, what works for you doesn't isn't going to work for somebody else. Like, oh, you know, all the time, especially in mental health, something as, you know, the the brain is so complex. The mind, the brain, everything that has to do with, like, above your shoulders is so intricate and so unique and so complex and so beautiful. And it's just like, yeah, I completely trailed off my thought. Never mind. Yes, I got it. Um, you know, the idea of just, like, what, like, what, what's your, what's your... What's your binge? What's your like, what's your cathartic, just get it all out. And for me, like, I'm, I'm starting to think that this is it. And why it took me two years to kind of sit down and really just like talking to a microphone and oh yeah, this works. I don't know. I don't know. You could ask me some other day, but to just like to, to lay on the floor and listen to some like, you know, waterfalls and like jazz or jazz music. Can you waterfalls and jazz? Waterfalls and jazz would be a sick name of a, of a album. Waterfalls and jazz. That would be really cool. But yeah, anyway, I, instead of like laying down on the floor and just listening to, you know, whatever, like this for me is really, it has been super helpful. And, and listen, like this has been like 30 minutes of talking. I don't know if I've said much of anything of like particular substance, but I feel a lot better. And if anything, if anything, I really hope that that is enough of an indicator for those out there who might be going through a bit of a stressful period in their life to find their thing, you know, and I, you know, we, yeah, we always give a challenge out on, on the, the podcast on life's a wreck. And I think if I was to give out a challenge, I would say like over the next little bit, over the next month, two months, work on finding your thing. What is your thing? Is it pain? Like what truly brings you bliss? For me, I've learned that it's, it's talking. It really is. It's, it's sharing things and it's communicating and it's, you know, it's thinking about, it's just, it's just conceptualizing ideas and, and, and trying to like, you know, reflect on, on my mental state and, and, you know, this talking to you guys is what makes me truly, it brings me so much bliss and it, it always has. And I, and I guarantee you it always will. And having this opportunity with, with as many amazing and, and listen, I don't want to toot my own horn. The guests lately, uh, the guests over the past, like uh, granted any guests we have on the podcast, it, it's not a fluke. You know what I mean? Like we have people on very deliberately. Um, and, uh, and, and they're just all incredible, but like, you know, the guests, especially lately have just been fantastic, fantastic. And, um, and I'm just like, I'm really, I'm really glad that I gave myself the opportunity to sit down here and just like, get it off my chest. You know what I mean? Like, just get it off my chest. I do have to work tonight. I got to do things. I got to, but for the 30 minutes, the 40 minutes that I decide to sit here and talk, I'm giving myself permission during that time to do that. Of course, there's gonna be things that are dancing around my mind a little bit. But the more that I just give myself this time, the more that I just sit here and let it go. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, this has been really good for me. It's been very good for me. God damn. Oh, I got to listen to my body more for sure. Because doing this kind of stuff, like, you know, it's something, again, 
I it was so and this is this is the case with everything that's like tough to do but good for you. You know what I mean? You have to cook a good meal. You're like, oh, I have to cook a good meal. And then afterwards, you're like, wow, that was amazing. But if you just like learned how to enjoy the process, you'd be like, you'd enjoy the whole thing. That was the same thing with this. I know that I have a bunch of things going on in my life that are, you know, apart from the podcast, just to get settled on a human level. And, uh, and just giving myself this time, this 40 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it is, just to like sit down and chat. is just, it's, it's the best. And, and I... I'm going to start, I think that something that I'm really going to focus on is starting to do things that I know make me feel good. This makes me feel good. Um, you know, and, and I've kind of started to think about some different ideas in which we can, um, we, we can diversify the, the life's direct content. And I think maybe doing things like this, these extended episodes, these kind of just like stream of consciousness. And I know I say that way too often. And it's super annoying and I apologize for that. But like this, just like whatever's in my mind, just like get it out, gone, just throw it into a microphone just verbally just like throw it into a microphone put it give it somewhere to live and 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 then just have that there get it all out and and i I think that's awesome so maybe this is something that i'll do a little bit more often but granted i've done this before where i've said oh this is going to become like a thing and then it hasn't so who knows i'm not going to put that pressure on myself right now because i've very much enjoyed this time and the last thing that i need to do is give myself a project right now like literally just spent the last 30 minutes talking about how like oh i'm overwhelmed with everything that's going on Um, and then working through that, you know, kind of like thinking about it and working through it in a way that I think is like the most beneficial to me. And then I end by giving myself another project. Like that would be a very me thing to do. But thankfully, because of the fact that I'm just kind of like chilling right now and I feel really good, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let myself kind of like put me in that trap. Um, and, and you know what? Like, I don't think I need to drag this out any longer. Like, I think that like, I feel I feel good and I feel happy. I, I think I got everything that like I, I had in my mind because that's the thing. I only wrote a few things down. This has just been whatever's coming to my head. Just, just put it on the put it on the the recording because obviously like if my brain's going there, it, it wanted to go there. So just listen to that. And uh, yeah, guys, I, I appreciate you guys sitting there and listening. Whatever you're doing, cooking, cleaning, driving, going for a run, just sitting in your bed, whatever you're doing. You know, and, and I hope that whatever you're doing, you're doing it for you and you're doing it because you love it and you enjoy it. And it, and it makes you feel makes you feel like the, the best, you know, the best you possible. And I just think that that's fantastic. So as I hear my roommate start to put a TV show on and I know this place is about to get noisy. I think I'll leave you guys. And uh, just remember that uh, regardless if you're moving or not, the life's a wreck. And I'll see you in two weeks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 